Hello and welcome to the 1306 Podcast. You're, we're back, me, Ryan, and Andrew. Hey. And this isn't going to be like what our little introductory that we did in episode zero, but... Dude, this is the real thing. This is the real thing, yeah. This is what we're doing. Right. So how this one's going to work is, um, so we both, we've spent the day, uh, we've been looking at sports stories, and uh, we spend a lot of time together and we talk about sports a lot but all day we have not talked to each other about sports and so now we're just gonna talk to each other about various sports stories that we found and you're gonna hear our genuine actual first take and it really really sounded sketchy that i said you're actually hearing the genuine one now no but it's it's gonna be uh yeah so uh would you like to go first i know you have three items here all right yeah i'll go for first so as of today, Eli Manning has officially retired from the sport of football. I saw. So I was just um, down playing pool, and he got I, uh, a friend of mine pulled up something on Instagram like Eli Manning retired. Uh, it's about fucking time. Damn. <laughs> I, I mean, in fairness, he's had a really good career. Uh, he deserves all. He's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, if, most if, likely. If we're talking realistically, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's won a couple Super Bowls. Um, I'm not a diehard Patriots fan, but my dad is. Shout out to my dad. You're probably <laughs> listening. Um, so t- for him to hear me talk about Eli Manning is probably one of the worst things ever. However, it is uh, – it's just – you know what? The dude's had a good career. Uh, he's been – he hasn't really been used that much lately, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, Daniel Jones started over him ending this Daddy season. Dines. He's the man. I hope he's the future, honestly. You never know. David Gettleman's kind of a – it's not my favorite GM, but he's my GM right now, and I can live with it. <laughs> I, well, I, I don't know. Um, all, all I'm saying, uh, congratulations on a good career, Mr. Manning. You've, you've done well, and uh, yeah, go Pets. Quick, I'd like to give some people background information who might disgrace or put to side Eli Manning because of his recent years. But to remind people, Eli Manning. The seventh all-time in touchdowns and passing yards. He's also a two-time Super Bowl champ and the only people to ever beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl, including the undefeated team, actually not undefeated, reminder, lost in the Super Bowl to Eli Manning and the boys, the G-Men. So, <laughs> that's all i got to say. So to, he's the man. He's one of my favorite players. Yeah, no, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, Maybe. Doesn't. What Debatable. It's it. A lot of people will question it. But anyway, I'm so. You. So my first story. Um, Dwight Howard has entered into the NBA dunk contest at the spry young age of I believe 41. Um, my first question: How do you think he's gonna wind up doing? The the format this year. Um, I read on CBS Sports because we out here giving credit. Um, it's gonna be four dunkers. Um. They all get two dunk attempts, and the the dudes who do the two best scores, they move on. So Dwight Howard is the only one officially entered based on that. What are you saying? Um, I also heard Derek Jones Jr., who the only thing he that he's known for in the league has been dunking. He's an average player. It's annoying that I see him. Yeah, I see highlights of him when all he does is dunk. And Ja Morant, the insane <laughs> athlete who literally told... James Harden, D up, I'm that motherfucker. Like, he's the man. 
John Morant almost ended Kevin Love's fucking career. <laughs> yeah. That would, oh my God. I'm telling you, we would have seen that dunk for well over 40 years had he landed it. Yes. But, um, Dwight Howard, do you Dwight think, Howard. do you think, make your prediction now, will he make it through to the second round? Will he make it through the second round? I can see it. He's been laying down some slams in the pat in recent games. Also, you have to remember, Dwight Howard's a former dunk contest champion. But he's also 41. He's also 41. But he's been having a resurgence. Honestly, a lot of Dwight Howard hate goes through the internet, but he's been a steady player. He usually averages a double-double every season, and this season has been kind of a resurgence for him. Kind of a redemption on the Lakers. That's true. And we he's looking like he's 35 again with all these dunks and stuff. So second round, i definitely say maybe, but he's got some tough competition with Ja and Derek Jones. And Zach Levine. Oh, Zach Levine. There's forgot. No, there's no, forgot about Zach Levine. There's no possible way Zach Levine doesn't enter the dunk contest solely because he is Zach Levine, and that is just what he does. <laughs> so my prediction. Zach Levine. Uh, I would love, I would love, love to him. see a Dwight Howard versus Zach Levine now, final. Now it, that you said Zach Levine, though, Dwight Howard, okay, maybe not second round, maybe not second round. He's gonna get third. Dwight Howard is gonna place third in the second round. Er, sorry, he's gonna place third in the first round. Barely get knocked out by Levine and Morant. I think Levine I, has I wanna, home court wanna, advantage. I really want to say Levine and Morant. <laughs> I think that would be so much fun. Um, but yeah, I think it's cool that he is actually doing that because not a whole lot of veteran players would take that kind of chance yeah yeah um because if you do bad on those kind of things especially with the nature of the nba your ass gonna get clowned on twitter yeah. you know what i think uh, well in fairness dwight howard has experienced a lot of that lately, yeah so, like, yeah worst thing that happens is he keeps getting clowned and nothing has changed uh yeah ryan next story my next story also happened today the Mets siring, signing, not siring, that's not a word, signing of Louis Rojas as their new manager. For those who don't know, Carlos Beltran was their manager for a total of two months. But because of scandal, fired, blah, 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 here we are today. Andrew, what are your thoughts? I have no idea who this guy is. This second, I'm not familiar with the artistic stylings of Luis Rojas. Um, if you would mind enlightening me, I mean, well, I can I can give you my take on Beltron getting fired. I'll get let you know who Rojas is. Rojas was a Double A minor league manager for the Rumbling. I think it's called Rumbling Rhinos. I, no, Rodeo, something like that. Out of Binghamton minor league team. Apologize to you guys if I got it wrong. And um, but he was a minor league manager for the Mets yeah. system, basically. Yeah, okay. and a lot of their young players like Pete Alonso was gotcha. one of them. The names that played under him. Yeah, I heard. Pete Alonso did all right last year. Yeah, he's an okay guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, the hiring kind of makes sense, given the circumstance. Uh, at this point, it is risky to hire anybody yeah. that played for the Astros or was associated with the 2018 Red Sox. Um, so if you're taken out of your system and you know you did okay, that's a good hiring. That's a good hiring. Mm-hmm. Especially if that's the dude that helped produce a player like Pete Alonso. <laughs> um, I, you know what? Sounds safe. I don't know how the Mets farm teams do standings-wise. Because, I mean, I'm like most people that I don't follow minor league baseball. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's after that, to have anything but a safe signing would be foolish. And they made a very safe signing. Yeah, and right. I could only ever commend the Mets for that. Um, okay, um, so the MLB has planned to use robot umpires to call strikes and balls during spring training in 2020. 
Yeah, I'm about to put my head through a goddamn wall right now. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Here's my problem with that. Too many people are trying to change baseball. Like, change is good. Well, I like seeing change. The clock, the pitch clocks are kind of in the outfield to let pitchers know, hurry the hell up. I kind of like that. I like that touch. It speeds the game up. But you don't want to speed the game too much up. And the umpire is getting calls wrong thing. Yes, Angel Hernandez is the shittiest fucking ref on the planet. And Joe West, nobody likes him. But it makes baseball even more fun because the little really? the the fans versus <laughs> versus officials uh, <laughs> dynamic is just a fun thing in sports. Be like, oh, this ref is fucking horrible. It gives you something to talk about. And I don't like the robot thing because what if the sensor's off? What if it's not working? It could screw up some of the calls. I don't know. It's it's so, interesting. I I'll, so I have to see is, how it plays out first. This is how this is how this works. So first of all. Um, I'll say how the process works first, and then I will say, because they have been experimenting with it. Okay. So the process is the pitch is thrown, the system called the track man, one word, T and track, and M and man are capitalized. Uh, the track man makes the call. The info is relayed to the ump that is behind home plate. There is still a home plate ump. Oh, okay. I guess to call plays of the plate and to relay the information, uh, whether it's a strike or a ball. And then, so the info is relayed to the ump, I guess by a, like a phone or a headset, and then the ump makes the call. The system has been tested in the Atlantic League, which is not affiliated with the major leagues, but I guess MLB just chucked some money at them and just said, hey, can you use this for us? And then the Atlantic League was like, sure. So it's been tested um, on the article on ESPN.com by Catherine Aquavea. I probably mispronounced it, but she won't be listening, so it's fine. Um, (laughs) She, like, witnessed an Atlantic League game where it was – being used and apparently she said it was running really well or she said and i quote ran seamlessly so um and it's like it's not going to be in the way of play because it's this um giant like black square over top um not home plate but like um the stand behind it so like over the broadcast box sort of Really? Yeah, I, I thought when I first heard about it, I thought it was just like this floating black box that they'd string above home plate to get a camera <laughs> angle on it. But like, it's it's not that. It's more out of the way, which I mean, obviously is good because you don't want to screw up the game like that. So I thought of a few problems that could be presented with it. Some are more uh, far fetched than others. Um, first of all, it is very possible that this thing could get hacked. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine a bunch of hackers fucking up Game Seven of the World Series? It's like that would be that would be really that that would be problematic. However, nightmare scenario, nightmare scenario. But the the comedy driven part in me absolutely loves the idea of that. Just like Game Seven of the World Series just becomes a blooper reel, just because <laughs> Anonymous decided to fuck with it. I don't know. I just love the idea of that. Um, and then. Uh, there could be rigging. Um, teams could, like, I don't know, because obviously, due to like, uh, or rather, as apparent in recent events, teams are not beyond cheating. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, is, yeah. It, it is not a bad idea to say that teams could easily make an attempt to rig the system. Yeah, you could easily steal signs. Be like, oh, he threw a curve here, here, and here. The balls landed here, here, and here. The sign, and then you could easily figure out the signs. I feel well, not easily, but not necessarily. You steal pull them. some Asher shit and pretend, sign some people to pay them to do this, this, and this, and then they take pictures from the stands. So there's the hackers, like 
Teams could hire hackers. Yeah, yeah. That is not out of the realm of possibility. I oh, just, I didn't even think of that. Teams wow. could very easily hire hackers to be like, yeah, nah, I'm going to need you to like... Because what it is, the uh, the thing is like, it's a sensor. Um, so it can like... So I guess the hackers could like make the potential strike zone smaller. Um, and then just like, uh, it, they could, you know, there could be calls that the other team is not getting that the hacking team is so if this happens i would not be surprised that if sometime down the line and it could be like 30 years from now when oh no one's done it yet uh, <laughs> but they will um and then there's the possibility of the league perhaps um rigging the Whoa. system like i don't know like some... the yankees haven't won a world series in a while <laughs> track man might be giving them a few calls they take some kings lakers rig ecf type i mean wcf type stuff right there <laughs> <laughs> i don't know all i'm saying because i mean people keep accusing the nfl of rigging it for the patriots when in fact tom brady's just the greatest quarterback of all time but this could yes. actually be this could actually be the league rigging games in favor of a team because if you if you cut off the sensors, like or if you shorten them and you make that strike zone smaller, that could be like oh, yeah. extremely impactful. And it's like you can't you can't argue with this computer. Like you can argue to the ump, but now the ump is just going to be like, oh, yeah, that's what the the computer told me. <laughs> like you now yeah, have, yeah. you now have nobody to go to about it. And it's like I, I just I, I wish Lou Pinella was still around. I wish Lou Pinella was around. So he could argue with the computer. I think a Lupinella <laughs> versus computer episode would be really, really funny. Like he just throws like a ball just at the thing, just sends it up into Bino play. How about Bobby Cox versus Robot Ump? That'd be an all-time moment. He'll throw him out of the game, and be like, "I don't like the way you're talking to me." Out of the game. <laughs> that, that sounds like a really crappy like movie that's made as like, a school project. <laughs> Bobby Cox versus Robot Ump. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see how this uh this fucking robot ump does and I think yeah, it could it could either work really well, be exceptionally problematic for any number of reasons or both. Mhm. So, that's that one. Well, uh recently as of I'm not sure it was last night, two nights ago, anyways, if you notice, Kansas and Kansas State got an enormous brawl at the end of the game after, I forgot who dunked it, but a dunk happened. Play, no, a block happened. Player blocked the, the Kansas this team State was ball winning. This team was winning by like in his face. 30. Yeah. And he, this guy just came up. Homie was just trying ball. to get like a sympathy layup and just <laughs> swatted the shit out of this dude. And just stared him down, and then I guess hands were just thrown. Yeah, it was a huge brawl. And a picture kind of went viral of sophomore Sivia de Sosa fucking holding a chair over his head like it's the Allen Iverson 30 for 30. Allen Iverson is innocent. And just was about <laughs> to use as a weapon to one of the, the coaches or managers from the team held him back. And because of this, Bill Self... Has the coach, head coach of Kansas State, I mean, not Kansas State, Kansas, has suspended DeSosa indefinitely. How do you think the NCAA will get, like, what kind of uh, suspension do you think the NCAA or the Big 12 will give him? The, the dude that had a chair? Yeah, that was going to use his weapon. He threw a couple punches, too. He landed some guys, molly-whopped them. 
Um, I think he's going to get a contract from Vince McMahon. <laughs> um, and he's going to make a, a surprise entrance at the Royal Rumble this Sunday. No, but um, he's a... Uh, He's he's gonna catch at least five games. Yeah, um, at least yeah, definitely. at the least maybe. Well, I mean, he can't be fined, can he? Because he's a college player who doesn't get money in quotation marks. Um, no, he's his. I I mean, find a nice Lithuanian league to play in, but there's no way an NBA team will sign you after you literally, like, swung a fucking chair during a fight after the game. Like, I I mean. There are plenty of nice leagues in Europe. Uh, I don't even know how good this guy is, but at this point, with how like how seriously teams take PR nightmares like that, except the Astros. Except, <laughs> I mean, the Astros fired Hinch and Lunau, so he yeah, must be taking it seriously. but not the best way. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, well, yeah, but um, no, no, he's he's gonna he's gonna get uh the the player is is any chance he has of playing in this country is over. I don't think he had much of a chance to begin with, because let me give you a little I, yeah, I, was say, I don't even know here. how good he actually is. Sosa this is, is, this, this is, like is I good. said, sophomore. This is the guy who swung the chair? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, was going to, but still landed some punches. Averaged four points and two rebounds a game in his freshman season. So, you know, you'd expect an improvement, right? No. Sosa averages two... I don't know if that's how... I pronounce to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Sosa. My bad. I keep saying Sosa like the character from Goddamn Scarface. Or Sammy. Uh, yeah, like Sammy Sosa. How's it spelled? It's a S O U S A. Sousa. 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 Okay, Sousa, and his sophomore season so far this year has been averaging a whopping 2.6 points per game, and I mean at least one part. Actually, no, his rebounds dropped down to 2.8 rebounds a game. So I mean, you know what you do. They didn't you know have. You, you, I don't think anyone would sign him in the you, first place. You get in touch with anybody from Slovenia, Lithuania, any Eastern European country with a basketball league, Argentina maybe, and just explore those options. Um, I I mean, not only did you, are you not doing? I mean, and he's got two years potentially if Kansas doesn't or whatever team he played, whichever version of Kansas. If they don't drop them, which I'd be surprised if they didn't drop them, um, if they don't let you go and you finish out college there, which I would be beyond shocked, um, you, I don't know. Things, I, things are looking bleak for Mr. Sousa, has to be said. I kind of think the opposite. I'm, I see him getting an eight-game suspension and then, I don't know, maybe a postseason one in the Big Ten 12 tournament. But he didn't end up swinging the chair. A lot of players were involved in the fight. He just landed a couple punches. So I, I maybe an eight-game suspension. I see him staying there senior till senior year since he's terrible. But I can't see his playing time or his play increase next year or the year after seeing how bad he's been this year. He swung a fucking chair. He like, didn't end up swinging it. He had it like above oh, his head and someone stopped him. Oh. Yeah. But there was some real malintent in the chair. <laughs> Hey, Ron Artest punched someone, a, a couple crowd members in the, the uh, fucking, in the stands, and he played for a great, uh, an average Lakers squad. Yeah, a couple but, years later. but he changed his name to World Peace, so it kind of <laughs> canceled out. Fucking, True. That's like PEMDAS, bro. PEMDAS. <laughs> no, but um, nah. This, why am I even considering this guy as a pro player? I don't know. Watch, watch this dude like, go somewhere. <laughs> 
Nah. Nah. Maybe in street fighting or fight club. <laughs> I mean, hey, it wasn't... I honestly don't know. He's... Again, uh, Vinnie Mac's phone line is always open. He could play for the XFL, honestly, with that kind of behavior. Put some put some meat on those bones. He could be a safety. He, like, safety? Yeah, just, just, just run up and fucking hit people. I've I mean, seen being a bench warmer. That dude's a rail. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um, no. I don't really have much else to say about this guy. That's all I've got to say on the topic and him himself. Alright. I think I think that's good for this one. Yeah, that's all we have to talk about for this week. You'll hear from us again Friday, most likely Friday afternoon. Yep. Here on the thirteen oh six podcast. Follow us on social media at 1306 Sports, no caps, or well, obviously no caps because they're fucking numbers, and it's a social media handle, at 1306 Sports on Twitter and Instagram, no underscore period because we got that name, it's ours, don't take it, um, 1306 Sports on Twitter and Instagram, and check out our website, check out our website, yeah. 1306sports.com, we don't Hopefully. just do podcasts, we, we have, have some great stories, we have some fucking awesome writers, yes. and we're, we're gonna be, uh, we're writing a lot more, I don't know, um, yeah, fucking... Play us out. All right. Good night. Hasta la vista.